Well, hallelujah, we got a captain. Ackland signs a two-year contract. Oh, yeah. There's some preseason action going on. Dylan and Chris from the Armchair GM podcast. We're talking about it here in the Hockey Podcast Network. Well, Chris, we finally have a captain after how many years? That's three. It's absurd. But yes, we finally yeah. have a captain. The guy who huh. half the team want like already has said was the captain last year. And uh I don't understand why he just didn't get the seat. But anyways. Yeah, I mean by almost by default, I feel like he should have just been given it to or to him uh when when Giro was selected by Seattle, even though and you did Kachuk give me the argument of Kachuk, but uh, which I do agree with, that would have been a good a good choice as well. Yeah. The uh, but I mean, given given the current roster, I I feel like nobody is more deserving as long as there was a contract in place. And thankfully, we do have a new contract in, and thankfully, it's not you know a big long term contract. You know, a two-year deal at four and a half mil each. I'm um, I'm okay with it. I was really impressed with that. I I thought it was going to be like five at least, uh, like five years, and yeah. I figured it was going to be more than five million dollars too, because that's what was being reported the day before it got signed. Um, yeah. But I'm, I think it's a fair price, and I think it's perfect term and. Connor even said uh, in his interviews with Sportsnet 960, he said, no, I signed one-year deals. A lot of players sign one-year deals afterwards, after they're yeah. done their their last con, you know, their last multi-year contract. Yeah. Just because he only signed two years doesn't mean he's, oh, he's going to retire or he's not going to come back, right? Oh, that's right. I mean, he's 34 right now, so that'll get him, uh, that'll get him into 37, right? So I mean, yeah. I, I I think the the length is good. I mean, yeah. I mean, and, and the fact that we were able to get him for almost a million dollars less than what his current contract is, I think, is uh, is a good sign of good sign of faith from Backlund, and uh, I think a job well done from Conroy. I couldn't agree more. Um, I'm happy. Like, you know, you can say what you want about having a. You know, thirty-seven-year-old guy on the team or whatever, but to me, Backlund's play has just gotten better with age. He's getting better every year, and yeah. uh, the preseason game he played against uh, Seattle, I thought he was our best player in that game. Yeah. Like, given we didn't have everybody right, but I thought that he, like he was dangling he, he looked good he looked quick he, you know his reads were on we lost mm-hmm. a game but whatever i i you know i like back when then i mean we we got five or sorry three goals during that game and and michael was in on on two of them with a goal and his assist i mean he's he's been a he's been a leader in the locker room for a very long time mm-hmm. um he, he he uh 
he's shown he's shown those qualities you know on and off the ice with you know with his charity work within uh within the calgary area with even even just when you know his summer's off like he he just he's he's a pro and mm -hmm. those are the types of people you want leading your team because he's 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 hard on on the players as well as far as you know making sure people are held accountable and that's i just think i think it's a, i think it's a really good choice um, especially given who's in who's in the roster currently, I think, yeah, I'm yeah. I'm pretty pumped about it. I'm excited for him. I think it's well deserved. He's definitely put in his time here in Calgary, mm -hmm. and yeah, yeah, Love that's it. great. I'm I'm pumped too, man. It, it's yeah. about time we have a we have a captain like you know absolutely. And I think I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure. I didn't look it up, but I'm pretty sure that the end of his next contract, the end of the one he just extended, um, mm -hmm. lines up with what could be the first year of Rasmus Anderson's next one. Let's I see. think. I, again, I could be wrong there. All right. So that gets Backlin in. Till the end of twenty five twenty six, and that is exactly Rasmus as well. Um, oh, same as same as uh, Markstrom. Okay. Oh, really? That's an, ooh, so yeah. interesting. But yeah, like Mar yeah. Markstrom, Rasmus, um, and Backlund become free agents to the that that year, the same year. Nice. I like so, that. Keeping yeah. the core together, basically. Yeah, hopefully yeah, we'll and then, and, a, and then, a decade and, of not having a captain out there. Correct, and I, and then and then twenty six, twenty seven, we can rid ourselves of of all things Swedes and move on. <laughs> kidding, of course. Kidding, kidding, kidding. Yeah, maybe with one or going to resign. Oh yeah, we all know that. Mm -hmm. I I honestly think um, they they seem to have built a different culture and i get i have the feeling or i get the feeling that the players are kind of excited about the new direction and 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 things like that so you know i i i think i do think he's going to sign i do think lindholm is probably going to do you know maybe maybe a three-year four-year maybe i don't know if it's going to be i think it's going to be eight i don't want yeah. it to be but i think it will yeah, I know. I'm trying. I'm trying to think optimistically. Trying to speak it into happening. Yeah, I mean, in all honesty, he's what twenty? How old is he? Twenty eight? Twenty seven? No, he's got to be twenty eight, twenty nine. Twenty. He'll he'll right. be twenty nine if he extends on the first year of it, I believe. So he's twenty eight now. Yeah. 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 I just put it out here. Yeah, December second, he turns twenty nine. So, I think you're right. It seems a lot lighter. Um, we'll get into Peltier in a bit, but did you catch Peltier's jokes? I I did, and I I do find it kind of comical that uh, one of one of his jokes being being number twenty two and not realizing that Conroy wore that number. I think that was pretty funny. Yeah, yeah, I thought that was hilarious. I also thought it was funny that he went out and um, 
shat on Daryl Sutter a, li- a-, a little. <laughs> and yeah. like yeah. half of the reporters didn't even get it for a little while. Right. They all started laughing later. Yeah, yeah and good on them, right? I yeah. mean, I, I think I think it's good. It shows it I think it shows good character by him. It shows his uh you know, just his he he's willing to you know play the lighthearted role of it. Mm-hmm. Even though I mean I don't know. We nobody knows if it truly pissed him off last year. We know it pissed off a couple of the play, the other players for sure. Mm-hmm. Um but I uh, no, I I thought it was pretty good. Yeah. Well let's get into Peltier because uh Oof. Oof, that's a bad start to having the number twenty-two. Hey, no doubt. I mean, just a so for those of you just that don't horrendous. Pelche got uh, I don't know. He must have only got like a couple shifts in before he got smoked from behind from um, Matterwin, I think, and right. rocked into the boards from behind, and and it looks like he's going to be out indefinitely having shoulder surgery. I have no idea how long that'll take. Probably at least two, three months, probably more. Who knows? Yep. It really sucks because it was, you know, he was penned into everybody's rosters. Like, you know, you, I don't think anybody saw a way he wasn't making the team. And uh, he just seems to make everybody happier around him and, and, uh, he he's a good player too. Like I, I really enjoyed watching him every single shift that he played last year. Like I don't right, recall him having a bad shift. He's uh he he's gritty. Obviously he doesn't have the size, but but he doesn't back down from anybody. He's he's kind of like the player that I believe Monchi and Pawnee tries to be. Mm-hmm. But I, I think Pelche just has he stands up better, and I, I honestly think he has better hands. He has better playmaking ability, and and he has better vision of of the ice. Um, yeah, it's unfortunate that that he ultimately he played seven minutes, seventeen seconds worth of uh, his first game of the preseason, and I mean, it, I I don't think he's coming back this season. Probably not until if he does like the very end of it, maybe the yeah. last month or something like that, but yeah. see what happens. Um, but the good news is, is that opens up a possible door for one of the other guys that looks like they may be ready. Um, yeah. And there's a few of them. We'll get into that. Let Do you want to do that first? Or do you want to do uh recap the games? Why don't we recap and then we'll, uh, we'll, we'll talk about, some of the guys who look good in preseason. Yeah. Yeah. So obviously preseason started off as far as Flames fans are concerned against Vancouver on Sunday where uh, where we took advantage of some pretty shaky goaltending. And the final score of 10 to nothing. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think we had what, five of our regulars on the ice. We had Huberdo, Lindholm, Sharangovich, Anderson, Hannafin, Tanev. Uh, I think we had, I can't remember who else, but I, at least those six. Yeah, and it, just, it was just not fair. 
No. No. Uh, Audrey, Rizika. Yeah, cat like exactly. I so. I was super impressed with with Osterley. That he he played really well in my opinion. I agree. I was trying to think of a comparable for him um while I was watching. And it's weird because the way he was playing reminded me of a forward, but he wasn't like he wasn't playing like Eric Carlson like forward. But he reminded me of when Versteeg quarter quarterback the power play. Yeah. I don't know why Versteeg comes to mind when I watch Osterley, but he does. <laughs> yeah, that that's an interesting comparison. I don't even know who I would compare him to, to be honest. I uh yeah. I I thought there were really good moments where I, he was super defensively sound. Mm-hmm. And then, but he, but he was actually able. He, I, he looked up the ice very well. Was able to exit the zone very well. Uh, I was I was happy with that. That's something I didn't realize that he kind of had in his in his uh, bag of tricks there. I, I was after watching him, you know, because at first at, at first glance, I I wanted Gilbert to make the make the team. I do too, and I still think he will. Uh, I I do too. Um, I would be okay with either one of those guys kind of bouncing in and out for each other. I'd be totally happy with that too, you know, depending on who we're playing. If we're playing, you know, Toronto, who's got fucking Reeves, Domi, and Bertuzzi, we might want to throw Gilbert in there. And if we're playing you yeah. know, somebody who doesn't have those guys, we might want to play uh, Osterley. I, I like, I was really yeah. impressed with Osterley skating. Yeah. Um, I know that that's kind of his calling card, but I can't say I've watched a whole lot of Osterley in the past. <laughs> I don't know about you, uh, but not not a lot. No, he was great. Yeah, absolutely. The, uh, we, we took it to to the Canucks too, and oh yeah, oh it was so unfair. Like Coronado had three goals and an assist, I believe. Cubido yeah. had two goals, including an absolute freaking beauty. That right. uh, Connor Zeri copied and pasted, and that then did two games later. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I thought, um, you know, it's so refreshing to see Huberdeau shoot. Mm-hmm. He has a hell of a shot. He's really good mm-hmm. at shooting the puck. Yeah. I really, I really, really, really wish he would try to yeah. utilize that more. Obviously, and we know what time. he can do as far as passing and and whatnot. But his his accuracy on on shooting is is phenomenal. It's crazy good. Yeah. yeah. So I hope yeah, he starts it. shooting because he's got, he's had a couple 30 goal seasons, I think, or mm-hmm. one 30 goal season. And he's had a bunch of, you know, 20, 25 goal seasons. I think that, I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility to, you know, if he keeps playing the way he played that game, again, it's hard to take too much out of a preseason game against the Abbotsford Canucks. But mm-hmm. I think, if he plays the way he he played there, and you know, I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility he gets, you know, 90, 95 points and 25 goals. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I think I think if if he focuses on on playing his game now, then I, I think he'll be able to 
I think he'll get back to his point per game at least. Um, um, dialed. I mean, he's had that, you know, for pretty much his whole, like half his career for sure. And yeah, last year, there's just so many reasons for him to not succeed last year between the, the changes of, of, of cities, climate, poaching, style of play, like just just so many reasons for him to not have uh, had a, a successful uh, season. Plus, plus being being paired up with people that just it was like water and oil. Watching them on ice, it just didn't on the wrong it didn't wing. gel. Yeah, yeah. There's just so so yeah. many things, right? So, yeah. I I I expect I expect him to have a. I'm not gonna even say breakout season. He's I think he's just gonna get back to regular form because he had I believe five straight years of of basically a point a game or better and then just had a bad year last year and i like lots of things happened but uh i don't i i think that he is the you know 80 to 90 point guy i don't think he's the 115 point guy and that he's certainly not the 55 point guy well, I mean, he's 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 had ninety two one time in eighteen in season eighteen nineteen, um, and then uh, since then, you know, he's been he's been more than a point per game player, mm-hmm. other than other than last year. Yeah. So, so I don't. So think, yeah, I did. Yeah, he's he's a superstar player. He, he just had a shit year. Um. Uh, what did what did you think of Coronado while we're on the guys who were really hot you know i i thought he looked really good i didn't like him in the in the young stars i didn't um, either I, I didn't think he yeah I, I, he didn't impress me at all um but he has impressed me since um obviously you know scoring the hat trick is great and all but um he, he he's definitely a shooter and he gets yeah, he, into the into the soft spots pretty well, and he has a pretty yeah. good release. And again, I'm not sure if he's, you know, should be a bottom six player on the Flames this year. Um, with right. Kelce being out, though, I feel I feel like if he, yeah. you know, if he gets that ice time, that's fine. I just mm-hmm. didn't want him to make the team and not get the ice time. And I would have yeah. rather him be a first liner in in the AHL. But if yeah. you know, if again, who knows? It, you know, he played a decent game again tonight. Um, but I thought he played okay. Um it's certainly not as productive or, or noticeable for the right reasons in my opinion in, in the game yeah. against um against Winnipeg. But no. No. No he didn't. And one thing that I you know I, I was really pumped on uh Klapka after the young stars, but playing these preseason games, he's kind of dropped off um quite a bit. He's certainly not as noticeable other than, you know, the game against Winnipeg for obvious reasons. Yeah. I missed yeah. that because I, I was helping my uh my father in law 
um, move a bunch. He's building new fence, and they helped him. I was helping him move a bunch of fence posts and stuff. But uh, so I missed the first like five minutes of the game, and there was a Klavka fight. But I disagree with you. Um, like not as noticeable, sure, but he's still very no- like. I still think he's playing positionally sound, and he's using his body properly, and you know, fight aside, I like he's not dancing around around the NHL players like he was dancing around the, the young stars, but who expected that? I don't think anybody expected no. I, I still think he's he's would be a fine fourth liner. Yeah. No, absolutely. I still I'm so comfortable with him making the team and being on that fourth line. Um I'm just finding that it he he doesn't seem to be getting into the into the into those uh, tough areas like he was in the in the young mm-hmm. stars. But I mean, obviously, you're playing against lower caliber uh, players or, or opponents during that tournament. But I think I think moving forward, I'm I'm still excited for for him to be on the team and and see what he can do. Um, you know, as long as he can use that big frame of his and and. And just be smart on his on his feet, which he appears to be. Mm-hmm. I I agree with that. Um, anybody else who wanted to point out during that game? Um, I know a lot of people were really pumped on Kadri that game, but I mean he took like so many penalties for no fucking reason. Um, yeah, like he pumped on pumped on Kadri. I mean I, yeah, four minutes of penalties. He's he's supposed to be our, our second line center. And I mean he was twenty-eight percent in faceoffs. Oh, I didn't even know that. Holy shit. Like I mean against, not to... and that was against young rookies. Yes. Like exactly. Yeah, like Ben Ben Jones was fifty seven percent. Lindholm was sixty four percent. Yeah. Rizika was sixty six percent. Oh wow! Right, but I mean, granted, he only had six. Um, he only he was only in there for six draws, but still, he won four of them. You know, Zari was forty five point five. Like he, you know, Kadri is legit the standout there. He was the worst as far as everybody that took draws. Nope, sorry, Coronado did take one and he lost it. No, and so (laughs) and so did Dryden Hunt, but. They're not centers. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. Um I I'm not a huge I mean, everybody who listens to the show knows that neither of us are huge casual fans. I just hope that he produces the same as he did last year, but instead of doing it all in the first twenty games, I hope he does he just spreads out that throughout the season. Because I feel like that's mm-hmm. a reasonable expectation is for Kadri to get more penalty minutes than he gets points, and to get sure. fifty-five points. Yeah, I'm okay with him. You know, somewhere between fifty and sixty points. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't think that warrants seven million dollars. You know, seven seven million, but hey, Livy, <laughs> I'm not um, gonna. I'm gonna worry is there about anybody it. else you want to talk about in in that game? I, I know think Osterley was. I good. think that's really. Um, Hannafin was shooting. Hannafin looked really good. 
Yeah, he Hannafin looked, looked really good. He, he was. Yeah. Yeah, he, he, he almost looked like he had something to prove. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was. Yeah, you're right. Hannafin was was really fun to watch. Mm -hmm. um, Anderson was just strong defensively. You know, he did get an assist. Anderson was Anderson. Yep. Yeah. Yep. You know, same well, with. Let's move on to the next game and talk about uh, the mainstay top four defenseman on our team that uh, wasn't in the first game, but was kind of in the second game. Kind of in the second game? Which, 24 uh, penalty minutes for, for uh, Mackenzie Weger getting yeah. booted from the game after taking a misconduct and a and the four minute penalty and then he uh sat in the sat in the box and beeped at the ref until the ref booted him and gave him another ten. <laughs> I think uh, <laughs> I I which I think is I mean I love his passion. Um yeah. one one of the things that, that Uyghur did say after they were talking to him about Backlund getting the uh, getting the C and he and he says that was one of the things he said. He says he loves how Backlund holds people accountable. He said when uh, when the team got off the ice after after that period was over, he said Backlund was the first one. He came right up to me and gave me shit. Oh really? I didn't hear. That. I didn't watch Mackenzie Weger's uh, yeah. interview. I heard yeah. some of the stuff from it, but I didn't hear that. That's good. Yeah, I'm mean, just like, and that's perfect. He goes, he's exactly who you want as your captain, right? And Absolutely. so, and 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 what was what was the other thing that came out? I can't remember what it was that 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 effectively his. His punishment was needing to go to Winnipeg, right? Mm -hmm. And he, uh, the same referee too. So I, I guess he yeah. apologized to that ref publicly, and then went and talked to him before the game in Winnipeg. Right. Yeah. You know, I, I think especially if they're going to, uh, yeah, because they brought in some new, um, ref. Abusive, abusing uh, rules. abuse, yeah, abuse rules. I think if they're gonna have these these penalties and these these misconducts, um, you know, happening, and I'm assuming they're gonna happen more frequently uh, this season, anyways, at least until the guys get a little more acclimatized to what they're allowed to get away with, um, opposed to years in the past. I, I honestly think they should actually post and say what what the player says. So I, I think it would be hilarious. And I, I, too. I don't know. I just I don't agree with the with the new rules. I mean, obviously, refs are known to have very thick skin. You know, they they they've taken a lot of shit and abuse over you know, decades and decades of 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 being in the sport. Um, so it's I I find it un unfortunate that they they've decided to go this route and bring in the the abuse stuff. And I'm I'm sure it was something you know like an FQ or you know or you know. Something, you know, yeah, whatever, something, something that that is probably heard a hundred times on the ice every game. Yeah, I found it funny though because, uh, well, and actually, I didn't hate it because we were able to play some other guys uh, mm -hmm. more minutes, which you know didn't work out fantastic as far as the outcome of the game is concerned, but. <clears throat> It gave us a better look at uh, some of the other uh, defensemen there. Yeah, well, it was a tough game, right? Because we lost, we lost uh, Weger okay. because of because of that, and then we lost 
Peltier. So like Uyghur played twelve minutes, Peltier p- played seven, and then so they were, we were down a, a forward and down a defenseman, and and obviously we know the outcome of the the game being five three for the for for the home side of the split. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, obviously it 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 impacted the game, it hurt the game as far as the Flames were concerned, and so you know it is unfortunate. Um, but you're right; it gives other players a chance to to step in, which is what is going to be needed from all players at this level, anyways. Exactly. Was there anybody that stood out in a good or bad way for you in that game? I I didn't I didn't think anybody really stood out good or bad that game. Honestly, I I wasn't impressed with with uh, Coleman. Oh yeah, me neither. Um, he I'm I mean he took Coleman some fan, but... some. Yeah, 100% as am I. Um, like every time I looked up, he was headed to the box. Yeah, I took took a couple penalties and and I just yeah, I just wasn't super impressed with his with his game as a whole. Um, I want to walk back what I just said because Backlund was fantastic that game. But uh he was the well, only one that stood out well for me. Yeah, golden assist, golden assist and he was still minus 1. Yeah, but um also, I I wasn't impressed with Wolf at all. Yeah. Um. I I he he spent way too much time on his knees and and I think he's going to have to learn to get away from that a bit. You know, coming into the NHL because of his size, right? He doesn't have the advantage of. Well, and that's that's just it. Like they they took advantage of him. In in that situation, imagine when they start realizing how much he spends on his knees and how yeah. how short he is up up against the crossbar. I yeah. I think it's I think it's going to be an issue that he's going to need to address. I thought he was um, good tonight, but I agree he wasn't good last night uh, or the yeah. night before in yeah. uh, in Seattle or against Seattle. I totally agree with that. And I yeah. again we didn't get to watch the other side of the split game, but apparently yeah. Vladar was lights out. Yeah. So that's what you know, and, and when you got a couple of guys in, in Bladar and Wolf essentially battling for that backup role right now. Um I mean it, you know, do you I mean it, it, in my opinion, you almost have to go to the, the guy you trust and the guy that's kind of kind of been been your guy for at least, you know, he's been there a couple of years and mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I think Wolf's got a tough job ahead of him to to steal it because I think he's going to actually have to take it away from Vladar and, and he, he quite frankly has not That's right. Yeah. And and right right now, Wolf, I know, although played you know obviously much better against Winnipeg, you know I, I still think he's I personally still think he's got a ways to go before he's ready for the NHL. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, and, and one more year is is my at least. I you know I wouldn't mind seeing him. Like I still think it, it would be good to see him play a few games this year. I think it's oh, really yeah. good. You know the Wranglers are in Calgary, because I do feel like we're gonna see ten games out of Wolf or eight games out of Wolf or something like that. Um, yeah. I can't remember what my what my prediction is. I think twelve, but um, I mean keep him playing in the AHL. And then when there's an opportunity to get him into a an NHL game mm-hmm. in Calgary, do it. Yep. Yeah. I agree. Um don't I take agree. him on the road though. 
I don't think. No. Why not? Uh, just be because I need have to travel back to to Calgary or or wherever the AHL team is the next day or whatever, right? Like I, I feel like mm -hmm. if both teams are at home, call them up for the day, type of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, and that's fair. I I I do agree. I think he will get some games. Yeah. Um, but I, yeah, like I just I don't think he's going to end up being the guy on in a permanent role as the backup yet. No, me neither. Not not until Vladar gets traded or leaves, which I don't know if that's going to happen. But you know, yeah, the uh, one one of the kind of unfortunate things um, that I've kind of seen in in the. I guess the three games I've been able to see because I, I, I wasn't able to see the uh, Seattle side of the the split, but yeah, Bonzik hasn't really been. He's been pretty lackluster. He made a really yeah. really bad giveaway today that was kind of covered up by Uyghur channeling his inner Brody and kind of right. making like seven giveaways in the same play. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I mean that's unfortunate. Um, I didn't think that he was going to make the team, anyways. Um, but no, oh, no, he's I, he's penned in as the Vancouver Giants captain next, yeah. next year. That's just yeah. The Vancouver Giants cap um, coach has been on a Sportsnet nine sixty and has said a couple times like he's expecting Hanzek to be back. Yeah, yeah. And he will be. Yeah, so, yeah. I I do I do wish I would have seen more effort from him thus far. But mm -hmm. he, to me, he almost seems like he's been floating. Yeah. But. Um, speaking of floating, well, let's go. Let's hit the next game, the the one that we just watched tonight uh, against Winnipeg. Um, and speaking of floating, mm. uh, I thought. Ruziska did that thing where he played one really good game the other night and then he floated like fuck tonight. Yeah. It was almost halfway through the game before I truly knew he was in it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I didn't I didn't notice him. Like he didn't necessarily he didn't do anything bad. He just had zero drive in him. That's exactly it. And that's been his problem for his his whole professional career is, is, you know, people have, have given him shit for being really, really good, you know, for a game or two and then forgetting to try for a stretch. Yeah. And that's kind of what seemed like he was doing this, uh, this game against Winnipeg. Yeah, absolutely. I, uh, I, I agree. Which is unfortunate because yeah. he's got, and like he played so well in that first game. And he looks like he's got the size, he's got the speed, he has a really good shot. He can yep. dangle, he's he can pass really well. Like he's got everything you want out of a out of a young player, except yep. for drive half the time, maybe even more than half the time. I mean it's almost like he's like he, he lacks give a shit. It's it's really bizarre because he I mean yeah. he has the tools he has the ability, but yeah you're right, you know yeah. at least one out of every three games if not two out of every three games he he 
just plays that style there he just floats around and just don't get anything out of it and spe- um, speaking of the of the game against winnipeg can we both agree that we shouldn't have uh de simone and rooney on the ice at the same time i i don't dislike rooney as much as most people do i but... don't dislike him either but he's not not somebody i want to see on on my power play two or anything like that no, right? no no and he wouldn't be right like if he was playing he would be a six or seven minute maybe pk but most of the time like fourth line hold the puck out of our zone until the yeah. next guys get over the board type of guy right like he's not there to score a bunch of points or like whatever i like you know he's not a 1.3 million dollar player if he was on the team for for league minimum or for like 900k or whatever i'd probably be like yeah whatever who cares um but uh, d simone i didn't mind him actually i didn't either i just i find him slow what's that i find him slow slow oh i thought you said glow i was like what yeah um (laughs) Yeah, I could see that. Um, our defense, right. besides Zadorov and Uyghur, um in this game was really uh, AHL level. Um, yeah. So it was hard to just pick out him. I thought yeah, Solomon's sure. been pretty good, and I heard he was really good in, in Seattle, the game that we couldn't watch as well. Yeah. Uh, so he's kind of coming out of nowhere as well. I mean, Austerly looked looked solid. He didn't he didn't shine, in my opinion, like he did in the first game. But no. yeah, he, he still had a pretty solid game, in my opinion. Um, and then yeah, De Simone and and Aspero. Uh, I don't I don't know the uh, PTO right. But yeah, so I don't think, but I'm surprised he's still getting getting reps. I I kind of figured that he was. Signed to the PTO effectively just for the split. I, um, but yeah. I mean, he played six, 16 and a half minutes tonight. So yeah. I bet he gets released tomorrow. I yeah. suspect that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't think he was bad. I did, but just like, why? You know? Yep. No need of. Um, yeah. And Australia hit, played 21 and, and yeah, 21 44. So he's getting he's getting good minutes. So they're they're giving him a good look. So I like that. Yeah. Um, I do like that. I thought Wolf looked good. His stats weren't awesome, but I thought he looked good this game. Did you pay much attention to him? We had a extended, uh, well, Winnipeg had an extended two man advantage, which yeah. they scored yeah. at the end of, but. Yeah, he looked really strong him. in that. Yeah, I was watching him like like a hawk, like you know, um, sure. because I'm interested in how he plays and he his lateral movement and his fight to see the puck is so good. Sure. Um, and I was really impressed with that. It was really too bad they scored. He was in position for it too, but it mm-hmm. went. They shot it the other way, um, which just happens, but. He was just, he always seemed like he was, he kept up with the puck. He was in front of it. Like he was in front of the play. You know, he was 
there before the puck most of the time on a five on three, which is great. Yeah, no, I thought he looked really strong in that. Um, you're right, his lateral movement in the crease was really good. Yeah. Um, and and there was a couple of saves that he made during that that sequence where it was just pure. It's just in position. Yeah, position. Yeah, position wise, but he 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 actually moved his 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 body and his arms very quickly. Mm-hmm. Like like he was he was reading the puck really well. So I, I was. I was happy to see that. I think he played obviously better in that because it was what a two man advantage for like a, a minute and minute forty five or a minute fifty. It was Something a long like time, yeah. and and they were in our in in our zone for at least a minute, um, and and he he fought it off. I mean the best he could, and mm-hmm. you know obviously with that kind of zone pressure, eventually it's going to happen. Yeah. Um. So I I, I I yeah. I, so I don't, I don't fault him for that goal at all. No, um, I don't either. Mm-hmm. Again, I mean, he the... obviously looked. Yeah, he yeah, was there. Exactly. Just... Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, so, and the shootout, the celebration was pretty great. But he was, he was good in the shootout too. Um, that stopped all three. Yeah, good in overtime. He, he was just. I think that even though maybe i don't know what his like save percentage and stuff was but um it was 905 but um, they only had 21 shots right they only had 21 shots and i feel like there were especially the first two periods there were like long stretches where he probably had to just go and skate to the blue line to stay warm (laughs) yeah because we we were controlling play right um, yeah, most of the third, like the end of the third, he uh, didn't have much to do, and then straight into overtime for him. Yeah. Um, so you know, read into that whatever you want. You know, we had basically one good D line, and uh, yeah, I thought I thought Wolf played pretty good that game, even though I thought he was pretty bad the, the other game he played. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, and. Zari, Zari's been really impressing me too. Um, yeah, I don't yeah, he, think he looked... he's like a future first line center or anything like that. But like, we're I, I want to talk to you about comparables for some of our young players after after we're done recapping here, and maybe after our our ad break. Um, but uh, yeah, I really, I've really enjoyed Zari. Like I said earlier, he did he saw that absolutely beautiful goal by Huberto in the first game and he cut and pasted it right into this game. Yeah, that was a nice shot. Mm-hmm. Nice little toe drag. Yeah. 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 And yeah, he's that... feisty. He doesn't fall down. He's he's feisty. He hits. He grinds away. He gets. He fetches the puck and, and he's, he's also in front of the net. I, I find he's in front of the net a lot. He's, yeah. yeah, I like it. Yeah. Well, and that's how that's how he got his goal the other night too, right? Just being in front of the net, being in those hard areas and and whatnot. So, yeah, no, he's been good. And I mean, he he's he wasn't great in the faceoffs, but he uh, the rest of his game I I thought was was pretty decent all around. Um, um, he didn't get that much ice though either, which is kind of interesting. He only had fifteen minutes. Yeah. Yeah, 
I'm not sure what that's about, but you know, it's yeah. preseason. Who knows? Um, maybe they're planning on on you know making him the first line center down in um, down in Calgary <laughs> for the Wranglers. But uh, yeah. I'm not sure. I would like. I mean, I'd like to see him up, and I know that they've talked about putting him on the wing before because we're so mm-hmm. full at center. But uh, I'd like to see him up, especially now that Peltier is out. I feel like his game is the closest to Peltier out of the rest of our um, the rest of our pro- prospects, or you know, young guys in the in the in the system. So, yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, I mean, we do we do have a lot of centers, which is which is interesting because we didn't a few years ago. Yeah, right. There's always there's always a problem. But I suppose we had a problem of finding, you know, our our top line, uh, like finding Jerome a top top line center and things like that. So yeah. they they seem to aggressively try to address that, whether you know too yeah. little too late for that, but we'll see. Yeah. Um. Now, other than that, I mean, it's just preseason can't take too much into it, I don't think, but it's uh, nope. exciting. I'm I'm happy to have hockey back. It's been fun to watch. Um, there's yeah, I know. Pretty clear. My, my fa- Go ahead. Go for it. And my family's say, super pumped that there's hockey back, I can assure you. Yeah, yeah, no. My, uh, <laughs> it's really obvious that the system first of all that they haven't mastered the system yet but it's also right. super obvious that they enjoy the system a lot more and that it's going to be a lot more fun to watch yeah. yeah yeah i agree i mean as far as mastering the system you're not going to get that in preseason because the lines juggle so much you know the, the players in and out of the lineup are, are different every game so yeah but um, i think I think it'll give you know we'll give them 10 15 games into the actual season before we start nitpicking the fact that they can't pick up certain aspects of the of the yeah. system I think absolutely 10 15 is about how long it should take to get get the system under under wraps um under wraps yeah sorry about that there was a fly in front of my in front of my <laughs> mic I was waving at it <laughs> um yeah, so uh, how about we hear from DraftKings Sportsbook, everybody's favorite uh, sports betting company. The official sports betting partner of the NHL. We're back with another week of football, and DraftKings Sportsbook is keeping us in the NFL action with great offers every single game day. New customers can bet $5 and get $200 instantly in bonus bets. Go five down on any of this week's epic matchups to walk away an instant winner. And DraftKings isn't stopping there. All customers can take advantage of two new offers every game day for this September. Football is more fun when you're in on the action, so download the app now and sign up with code THPN. New customers can bet just $5 and get $200 instantly in bonus bets. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the NFL with code THPN. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 
Hope NY or text Hope NY. That's four six seven three six nine. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call eight 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 seven eight nine seven 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 seven, or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, licensed partner Golden Nugget in Lake Charles in LA. Twenty-one plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. See sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms for eligibility, terms, and responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Before we uh, get get going on, on some of the players there, I just wanted to uh, just take a, a quick moment and uh, just say to the, to the Snow family that I'm... Uh, we're we're all kind of touched by by Chris Snow and his and his story over the last you know four years battling ALS and sounds like things kind of took a bit of a turn for the worse today uh, being today's Wednesday um, it's unlikely that I'll have this this episode up before Friday on on YouTube so um, God forbid if if anything does happen between now and then I'm sorry but uh, uh, just for the Snow family uh, if if there's any chance that uh, any of them see this, uh, terribly sorry, and uh, we'll uh, we'll we'll keep Chris in our in our in our thoughts for uh, quite a long time. We do. He's been very very inspirational story for uh, for Flames fans, and and I think around the league, he I know he gets um, mentioned quite obvious, uh, quite obvious, quite uh, often in. Um, 32 thoughts and, and stuff like that. And, you know, Frank Cervalli and, and all those guys talk about him and Elliot Friedman and all those guys talk about him a lot too. So it's not just the Flames uh, family who's reaching out and showing some love, but uh, everybody everybody in the hockey yeah. world. Yeah, absolutely. And I guess uh, uh, Brad Trillib, and I guess when he heard the news today uh, from from uh, Chris's wife's social media post that she put out earlier this, this morning. Um, I guess first thing Brad did was hop on a plane and and come to Calgary so he can uh, uh, be with be with the Snow family. And, you know, I think they were uh, are quite quite close. And, uh, you know, Chris being a brilliant analytics uh, mind, uh, really, I, I'm, I would think helped Brad out considerably over the years. So, yeah. Um, yeah, heart goes out to the Snow family, and uh, the uh, we're, we're hoping that that Chris can uh, see some regular season games this year. Snowy strong. Yep. All right. Well, now back to our regular schedule after some some sobering thoughts. For sure. Mm -hmm. Um, so I wanted to do a little bit of um, you know. Fair comparables and and expectations for, uh, you know, some of our prospects, some of our young players, um, and not just this year, but in general for their careers, who they, you know, NHL players who some of them might end up kind of looking like in the future or being, uh, you know, compared to in in the future. Um, yeah. So let's start with the guy who's having shoulder surgery, Jacob Peltier. 
Um, and I know that we've already we already kind of touched on this today, but my my comparison for him is um, Andrew Mangiapane because I think they play a very very similar game. Um, I and the thing that I don't like about Mangiapane is that he falls over all the time, and I think I don't think that Peltier does that. Um, but you know he they both you know they're hard on the forecheck, they're quick. They're small. They're not afraid to uh, pretend like they're six foot five. Um, they're good at yep. puck retrievals. Uh, they get in, in in tight to the net and shovel rebounds and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. I don't, I don't mind, I don't mind that comparison at all. I think they do play very similar styles. Um, like I said earlier, I, I do, I, I do still think that Peltier does it with more finesse or is better at the finesse side of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, you're absolutely right. I mean, he, he's, he's Mangiapane on his feet. Absolutely. I totally agree with that. Um, let's talk about Connor Zari a little bit more than we already have. Let's start with the guys who we've already been talking about today. Um, yeah. Do you have any... Uh, I don't any really have... I don't really have a comparison on on Zari, um, as far as certainly nobody that's been on the Flames that I can think of. Um, a lot of these aren't aren't Flames. Uh, flames like for instance, with Zari, it's it's actually uh, Vinny Trochappy for me. Yeah. On the Rangers, solid third okay. line center, hard again, hard on the forecheck. In insanely physical and and you know can score 20 25 goals but not really like a star player but um mm-hmm. just a really good third line center yeah yeah i think i i think zari will kind of kind of cap off at bouncing between second and third third line mm-hmm. um and yeah no I, I don't mind that i don't mind that comparison i can agree with that um, I kind of reached on this next one, uh, Walker Dewar. Um, I know a lot of people have him penned in as the fourth line right winger. Mm-hmm. I think he's got more in him than that. Um, he's had a really strong camp. He looks great. He yeah. scored a nice goal the other night. Um, he's physical. He's big. He, you know, he's twenty five, so he's. <clears throat> And in his peak years already, but he's just getting started in the NHL. Um, yeah, late bloomer, right? When it comes to to breaking out, which I mean, he's doing in in stride. When he first came in last year, I know you and I had a conversation more than once, and I think we talked about it on the on the podcast here more than once. I mean, he just came out guns blazing. Like he just looked like he had something to prove. Texas he, he made his line mates. Yeah, made his line mates better, and yeah, it was great. Yeah. yeah, he, for me, I couldn't find a good one for him. But if he finds himself in the top six ever, poor man's Tom Wilson is kind of what I have him as. Wow, wow, that's poor high man. praise. I I know. 
I know you you're not necessarily as as high on Tom Wilson as I am. I I love how oh no I love Wilson Tom. plays the game. Yeah. Um. Okay. Good. The last time, the last time he got suspended, um, I kind of put my foot down and said, okay, I can't support this guy anymore. But I've always right. loved the way he plays. But you know when he's not being dirty, dirty. But I think that uh, I don't think Walker Dewar is a dirty player. Um, no. I don't mean in that sense. I mean in the physical. Can score nice goals. Could probably handle top six minutes and score mm-hmm. some nice goals. Has some speed on him and can play physical and can fight. Yeah, yeah. No, I I agree. I I think he's he he has a good balance between physical in the corner, finesse for passing, but he also has a bit of a bit of power forward him in him as well. Mm-hmm. You know, we we saw him drive the net a few times last year, and I I mean I was was thoroughly impressed with it. You know, he yeah. you know, he's really good at getting down and just and just pushing people out of his way. And he can also he can actually dangle like a lot better than people give him credit for. Because again, I don't understand why people have him like he is a fourth line winger because mm-hmm. he has shown some really good offensive skill. Yeah, but. Maybe that's just yeah. Well, I think it's because how late he was coming in, um, as far as age. I mean, it's never even that late. No, he's twenty five. Yeah, he's twenty five. He's. I mean, he he only played twenty seven games last year. But I mean, he'd be you know nice eleven points in that in that twenty seven games. You know, obviously, yeah, averaging ten minutes a game is is his average time on ice last year. So I mean, that's. That's pretty reasonable. If you if you can add another five minutes to that average, you know, then you know, and and get him in for at least half a season, if not more. You know, I can see him easily having 45, 50 points. Find it hard to believe he doesn't play like sixty-five plus games this season. No, he's just he's too I, good. He's too good to sit. I, I think so too. And he doesn't yeah, have the Rosiska problem where he doesn't give a fuck. He's always engaged. He's always engaged. He's always yeah. He's he's he he shows effort every time he's on the ice. Like he's not lazy in in any direction, right? He's he's not lazy in the offensive zone. He's not lazy in the defensive zone. Yeah, I I, I really I really enjoy watching him play, and I I wish that I was able to see him more last year because I I think he deserved more than the twenty seven games. But me too. Um, yeah, no, I, I think you're right. A lot of people do have him in, on the fourth line, but in in no way would I have a problem him of uh, him being on the third or the second line. Yeah, me neither. Um, okay, this one I don't even think is a reach. I think that um, in a couple of years, Matt Coronado um, could become very Phil Kessel-like. Jesus. What do you think? I mean... Barely one-dimensional score, but creative, can get into uh, soft areas and get lost in soft areas by himself and, and score from there. Has a really wicked release. 
Um, I don't know his diet, but I absolutely hate that that whole thing with Phil Kessel where everybody makes fun of his hot dogs. Like, if he can eat hot dogs and and win Stanley Cups, that's well, good for him. He's I, I, literally the NHL's Iron Man of all time, so uh, who gives a fuck what he eats? <laughs> I, 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 I think a lot of people's digs is is rooted more on on uh, on empathy maybe I, I don't even know what to say like people rag on him all the time but it's like he, he he's obviously in the worst shape you know physically to look at when when you when it comes to athletes but i mean phil kessel is is a pretty amazing hockey player when yeah. it comes right down to it when it comes to, to being able to score goals and win playoff rounds that's right i don't care what you do in the off season it means nothing to me what can you do on the ice what have you done for me lately yeah do you think do you think phil kessel is a reach for for coronado i mean i suppose when you when you get past his pure you know the appearance um yeah i i could go with that i can go with that i mean he, we'll see i i think I feel like it would be like a like a hybrid between um um uh Matthew Lombardi and, and Phil Kessel. Cause I think I think uh a little quicker. I think yeah, he's definitely quicker. I mean he's he's not gonna be uh Lombardi fast his first but... few years in Toronto. Who was? Kessel. Was he? Yeah. When he was I... younger, he was fairly quick. Huh. I don't remember those quick years. His Pittsburgh days. I think you know. I think he he slowed down in the last ten years, right? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I I don't know. I I do think that he has a very high ceiling. I don't know if he'll hit it, um, but I feel like and like Phil Kessel is you know, an elite second line, like, not anymore, but he was an elite second line player. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? He was never a first liner, but I mean, he was, but he shouldn't have been. Yeah. But he was just, like, one of the best second liners you could get. And I feel like Coronado kind of has that kind of ceiling. Yeah. Interesting. I'll go with it. Okay. <laughs> um... We don't have many, many good defense prospects. Um, the only one I really did here was Jeremy Poirier because I, I feel like um, Etienne Moran is going to be really good, but I haven't seen enough of him really to to uh, throw down a, a half-decent uh, uh, oh. barrel. But with Jeremy Poirier, I feel like Shane Gostisbehere is a pretty good one for him. Just a guy who's never going to play top four minutes, but he's always going to be your power play one guy. Um, you don't trust him to play defense worth shit, but you throw him out there whenever you need a goal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which is, I mean, you know me when it comes to defensemen. Yeah. I mean, Morin, he played, you know, quite a bit of 
quite a bit of minutes against against Seattle there. I mean, it's I mean by I quite a bit, quite bad. a bit. I mean, he played eighteen minutes. He didn't play bad. Um, I thought he wasn't very good in the first game, right? But I thought he was pretty decent the second game. I thought he started getting better, but. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I I agree. It's not sad, I mean, Martin, by the way. It's I I always do that too. The, oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. The um, I I I think it'll be a bit before we see him as a, as a regular. Morin or Poirier, both of them. More, uh, uh, Morin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I agree. A couple years at least, and Poirier yeah. probably another year in the AHL before he really gets much of a chance up. Yeah. Do you, do we know when he's? Because he's still battling that. Was it a shoulder uh, injury yeah, he surgery he had? Injured for two seasons. Um, and I don't know if they just didn't know or what, what was going on, but apparently mm-hmm. he's played injured for two full seasons. And yeah, he uh, had shoulder surgery. And I believe it's like to the point where he could probably practice in a non contact jersey. Yeah, I was surprised because it seemed like um, just before the Young Stars tournament that they were kind of shielding him from, you know, maybe playing there, but would likely be available in 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 preseason. But later, you know, obviously later in preseason, yeah, yeah. So, so we'll see. Yeah, hopefully we can see him get a get a bit of bit of ice time. That'd be be good to see. Yeah. Um. You like that Shane got to spare? Do you have any any other one? Anybody else? Nope, that's fine. Tony D'Angelo, Shane got to spare, that type of guy. Except yeah, maybe yeah. not a flying piece of shit like Tony D'Angelo. <laughs> <laughs> that that is one of the criteria that we uh, try to uphold in yeah. the in the sea of red. The only other guy I have here, I don't know if you want to throw any more. Uh, guys at me after I do this but uh, the other guy I have here is Dustin Wolf and I think this one's like blatantly obvious there's only really one guy in the NHL that you can uh, compare Wolf's ceiling to and that's uh, UC Saros yeah, I can see that right another another smaller guy um, athletic positionally sound yep. yeah yeah that's I mean as far as Really fast. Modern modern day um, goaltending. I mean, that makes sense, right? Because you know, you know, goaltending took a drastic turn. You know, with the addition of the butterfly style. So obviously, you know, you can't compare him to anybody from from twenty years ago. No. So it's got to be somebody current. And yeah, Soros would be a a pretty obvious choice as well. I agree. Did you see Wolf's? Just a aside here. Did you see Wolf's? Uh... Kippersoft save today tonight. Like, did you did you do a scorpion? Yeah, I didn't see it. Shootout. Damn it! He, he scorpioned yeah. in the shootout. Or in the shootout? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was, I was, I was thinking during during the actual game. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I mean. You're 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 treading on on thin ice when you're trying to pull off chipper moves. 
Yeah, you but can. as long as it works. As long as, as, long it, works. as it works. <laughs> as long as it works. And, and these days, as long as you're not fucking hacking an entire pack of darts in the intermission, you're probably okay. You know what? I don't give a shit if they are, because you know me. The, uh... It's just, but that's the same thing. Like if if Kippersoft can play half cut and and uh, you know smoke a pack of darts in the intermission or whatever the fuck he was doing. Like it's the same with Kessel, right? Like if yeah. you're that good, who the fuck cares how you get there? Hundred percent. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, like if if you look at you know athletes from you know ten, fifteen plus years ago, it, I mean it was normal, right? Like if Michael Phelps can win in a, in a gold medal, Olympic gold medal swimming stoned, like. I can't even remember where I put my fucking swimming trunks when I'm still like, like, you know what I mean? I don't know. Maybe he's used to running from the police when he's stoned. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Michael Phelps. Yeah. I, there's somebody I forgot about. People. (laughs) (laughs) Um, you have any other prospects you want to throw at me? See if we can do any more, uh, do I don't think so. Looking at the list, I mean, I mean, we kind of did Kuznetsov the other night, but we could recap that one. Um, I think we did a comparable for him last show, which I think we landed on kind of like Warner. Right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. We kind of went through uh... like seven different defensemen and landed on Warner. <laughs> I, uh, when, I just want to want to put this out there as well. Um, Paul Schwind, I have not been impressed with uh, so far in this camp. I haven't been unimpressed, but I haven't been impressed. Yeah, He's just kind yeah, of I can give you that there. Yeah, absolutely. I kind of expected more from him, um, just but, given I mean, the situation that we acquired him and and stuff. I I just really had higher hopes for him. I mean, but. I can't remember exactly how many games, but I, I know he's played a couple NHL games in Florida, but not many, right? He's like up yeah. for a game or two and then goes down. Like he's not, I don't think he was ever, you know, that elite prospect or anything like no. that. I think he was somewhat of a throw in, like, like almost like you'd treat like a fifth round pick or something. Just here you go, type of thing, right? Yeah, um, no, absolutely. He, he's played. Him. He's played three games in the NHL um, yeah. for Florida. He's only twenty-two, so yeah. obviously you know he's not a. It's it's not all lost yet. I just, I kind of, I just felt like I would see more from him in this camp, more push, more drive. Um, you know, as I like to say, that more more give a shit. Um, and yeah. I I just haven't seen it. Um. You know, you would think these these kids are trying to battle and fight for a job, and they just I only heard his name like two or three times, right? Like exactly. not even like he's not even that he's not popping. It's just that he's not anywhere. Yeah, that's What's right. His ice time. Like? Uh, well, a game against Seattle. He was seventeen, nineteen. So really, yeah. yeah. Wow, uh, I didn't. I don't. He didn't play the game against Vancouver, so 
that would have been. Did he play and tonight? He... I think he did play tonight, didn't he? Yeah, and he didn't. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't play in uh... Winnipeg. Uh, in Seattle. Oh, okay. And. I don't did I yeah I, I didn't see him on yeah he did play tonight seventeen yeah. and seventeen sixteen tonight too really yeah he had a, I, again I, I'm pretty sure I heard his name one time yeah he had two shots on goal so I give him that I guess but I got yeah, a little bit just, of PTSD from the first half of this game again we were up on shots like twenty to five and we were one one yeah 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 <laughs> yeah oh speaking yeah, of PTSD I, did you. Remember, was it in the Seattle game? Yeah, because it was Cartier who scored. Um, just off the worst giveaway, uh, like scored on us. We just kind of like gave the puck away in the slot. Or we gave the puck away and then he went out on a breakaway and we got a wicked stop. And then our guy got the rebound and then just like gave it right back to him and then he scored <laughs> and it's just like to me it's like exactly what would have happened if we were playing last year <laughs> was that um the yamamoto oh no that's cartier in Ty, which game Ty cartier seattle I'm pretty sure. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, I don't have him as a as a a goal. Really? I'm maybe I'm losing. Maybe it was Yamamoto who scored. No, because Yamamoto scored just on the goal mouth on a he rebound. Scored, he scored a couple. Did he scored two? Oh, maybe no. it was. Maybe it was. Yeah. yeah oh, maybe Cart maybe Cartier went out on the re on the uh, on the breakaway, and then they gave the puck to Yamamoto. I I can't remember exactly who it was, but it was basically just yeah. like I think it was the third goal. It was basically like here you go twice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh no, you're right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, he did score unassisted. I well, it was assisted yeah. by our defenseman. By by us, yeah, 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 yeah. I thought oh, it was Cartier. Yeah. yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you remember who coughed the puck up? I can't right now. No, 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 me neither. Oh, that was that was two full days ago. Who was our? Oh, yeah, who was our our defense that game? I like I can't even I can't even recall who. It was oh maybe it was Morin. He had a couple really bad giveaways. But, oh well, I guess. But I mean, we're that would have been while we we're short as well. So I mean, who knows? It was. Uh, yeah. Anyways, this is off the rails. <laughs> yeah, going off the rails. Yeah. We uh. Well, shall we call it? And uh, I think so. Yeah.
Pull the plug, Dylan. Pull the plug. Um, well, everybody, let us know what you think about the preseason so far in the comments down below. Uh, give us a like and subscribe, all, all that fun stuff. Check us out on uh, Spotify, Apple, all that good stuff. And uh, go Flames, go. Follow us on uh, Twitter as well, or X, at um, armchairgm underscore pod. Um, still uh, still trying to get get us a good presence in the uh, in the Twitterverse. Uh, you'll also have the opportunity, uh, if you're on X, uh, a lot of the Hockey Podcast Network crew, uh, we like like to share each other's content and uh, uh, poke, poke fun at each other and just generally have a good time. There are a bunch of bunch of good people in the in the group. So come on board and, and have some fun with us. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. All right. So we for another another episode of the Armchair GM podcast. Who we got? We got Oilers on Friday, right? I believe so. Should be fun. Well, Wonder if they're gonna the wear Oilers. their fucking potato sacks. Right. <laughs> yeah, those are gross. Yeah. Anyways. Cheers. Go flames. <laughs>